of nowhere to the center of everywhere. It's Beneath the Surface with Sean Murphy and Corey Cooper. Hey everybody, we're here uh, with another episode of Beneath the Surface. My name's Will Boucher. I'm uh, here in Hawaii interviewing a couple of really special people, uh, Daniel and Kristen. They're professional free divers. Uh, we spent the last uh, few hours with them diving and having fun. You guys want to introduce yourselves? Uh, I'm Kristen Kuba. Uh, I'm a competitive free diver, and I'm born and raised on Oahu, Hawaii. And uh, my name is Daniel Koval. I'm a professional free diver, and I live with Kristen on Oahu, Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good since yeah. you're a couple. <laughs> so, you know, uh, uh, let's just go over a couple of things we did. So, so we met uh, Dan- Daniel and Kristen. Uh, right on a boat launch, we launch. They they have a, a rig set up on the boat rover, uh, and you've turned it into um, a diving platform, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you can you talk to me about that a little bit? Yeah, uh, it's like a full-on dive platform slash setup where uh, we have um, sort of like a you know we took this rover. And uh, we've got an engine on the back. That's the cool thing about the Rover. It already comes with the transom mount for the engine. So that was amazing. And then we added sort of like this center console on the Rover. And uh, the center console has a uh, battery inside with a winch on the top. So we can winch up the lines or divers if we need to. And then uh, we have... Uh, connected to the center console an aluminum beam that goes out on the end of it there's a a pulley so that the line can run through uh, connect to the winch and uh, uh, go out off the front of the the rover so that we can use it as a dive line and it's an awesome setup and we can drift we can take it anywhere and it, it's super cool it is super cool i was looking at it today it's it's pretty so you designed that yourself and kind of had someone do welding and all that and make it happen oh, i did everything yeah. <laughs> you did i did yeah. all the aluminum welding on all the it. fiberglass on it too you helped me with yeah. the fiberglass yeah nice yeah. so and uh yeah i I saw it and uh, I saw the rover. It was just like the perfect thing to create this setup. Uh, a buddy of mine, Leo, uh, he's also a free diver here on the island. Uh, he started out with this kayak, trying to make this dive setup with the kayak. And I started trying to improve on it, adding an engine and stuff, but it just became too cumbersome. And it, it just, I was gonna sink it. So uh, I didn't want that to happen. So I contacted uh, a boat board and they were able to uh, get the rover out to us. And uh, yeah, we basically took everything off the kayak that w- and put it on the rover. And, and yeah, it's, it's perfect. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, and, and just so everyone knows here, uh, these two aren't screwing around. Uh, they're they're not free diving. They free dive for fun, and that's what we were doing today. But they're actually really competitive divers. And Danny, why don't you uh, talk about your your records? Because he's a record holder here. Yeah, so I hold the U.S. national records in constant weight and free immersion. Uh, my record in constant weight, that's uh, diving down with a monofin on, uh, is 108 meters. And uh, my record in free immersion for the United States uh, is free immersion is pulling down the line pulling back up the line um is 101 meters 
And those are also uh, continental records, I believe. Yeah, also I think so. That's well. insane. How long do you hold your breath on a dive like that? Uh, how, okay, did you? How long did yeah. you hold your breath on that dive? So the constant weight dive is fast with the monofin. So I think it took me uh, just over three minutes. And uh, for fr the free immersion dive, uh, pulling down the line and pulling back up, it's a little bit longer. I think that took me around three and a half minutes. Uh, uh, yeah, 335 or something like that. Jeez. That's more than more than I can do. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Kristen? What's your what, what are your what's your record? Um, so I used to have the national record in constant weight bifins, which is kicking down with a pair of bifins. Um, it at the time it was seventy one meters, and um, uh, but my deepest dive is eighty four meters in constant weight with the monofin. So kicking down with that single like whale tail of a fin, and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's amazing. I mean, it's amazing. Uh, but I mean, a lot of people don't realize that, first of all, someone can hold their breath for three and a half or four yeah. minutes, you know, and so that's pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so tell me a bit about, um, first of all, you, Kristen, you came from the beauty world, I hear, mm -hmm. and you went from a world where you're, you know, constantly worried about, you know, exterior aesthetics to something like this where you're going fully inside yourself. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, coming from the beauty industry, I mean, it's a complete like flip on my life. And, um, yeah, like being in the beauty industry, like anyone that knows what the beauty industry is like, it's like just super fast paced, constant, like just on the go all the time, every second of your life, basically. And, um, yeah, it's very stressful, crazy lifestyle, but I mean, it's a, it's a cool lifestyle and like, it's not for everybody, but it, it's hard and like, um, but you do learn a lot from it. You learn how to, you know, really be on your toes about everything and deal with all kinds of situations and also just like learn how to be a really hard worker in general. And, um, but yeah, from going from that and then into free diving, it's like my life right now is just so completely relaxed and, um, uh, it's just nice. Life is nice right now. Yeah. You can, diving. you can go from something like that to being going into something so peaceful. Yeah. Cause when you're underwater, you, when you're doing those dives, there is nothing, there's mm -hmm. nothing except what's in your head. Right. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But you kept that discipline that you uh, got working for Japanese salons and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean like in her free diving, she's one of the most disciplined free divers. Oh yeah. Free divers. Yeah. To train with. So well, it keeps yeah. me disciplined as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, really yeah. Awesome. Like, you know, um, like, you know, I worked in one of the most high-end salons on the island, and um, it was a Japanese salon. And, um, yeah, Japanese salon is, like, definitely a lot more intense than, like, you know, the American-style salon. Like, you're, like, Japanese work ethic in general is very, very intense. Yeah. And, like, just to become, like, a stylist in general, you, like, have to go through years and years and years. Like, prop some people probably go through, like, almost, like, six to ten years of just being an assistant in order to become a stylist so that's sort of like the process of what i was doing for the longest time um but so, yeah so you have an attention to detail yeah obviously. yeah yeah so does she have flawless technique i i think her technique is actually better than mine i wouldn't say it's flawless it's good. but i do work very hard on my technique <laughs> so, yeah she does she, she works very hard on it, so. what so in so you're why hawaii why did you guys come to hawaii to set up um, 
for me, because I'm not from, I'm not born and raised uh, in Hawaii. Uh, I'm actually from uh, Orange County, California. And uh, I just tried to picture the easiest place to go. I, I was tired of just diving cold water. So I wanted a warm conditions and it was either Florida or Hawaii. And hmm. since I'm from California, you know, Hawaii's a little bit closer. So I ended up choosing Hawaii and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I did. So, uh, uh, and Kristen, you were born and raised here? Yeah, born and raised. So I sort of have no choice. So that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, in this in your industry, I guess you can call it industry, um, isn't this like one of the most perfect places because of the uh, the drop off? So you don't have to go offshore that far. You can go right here and go really deep. Yeah, I mean, uh, here in Kona, like it's I would say it's probably like the best place to free dive in the U.S. Because, um, yeah, you do get really deep depths close to shore. And then also we have this bay called Honanao Bay, uh, which we were at earlier. Um, it's a protected bay. So like, you know, within the bay, you have at least 80 meters of depth and uh, which is plenty enough depth for most people. Right. And um you know, it's protected so you're, you don't have much current and like uh, pretty much no current actually inside the bay. And then um, because we have like the big mountains and volcanoes here as well, we don't get much wind either. So yeah, you pretty much have like perfect conditions year round here. And um, they actually like, people say it's like the Mecca of freediving for um, the, US. the US, yeah, mm -hmm. over here. Yeah, because we were, we were how far, what, 200 feet offshore about yeah, that? We were at about 50 meters. So, uh, which is, you know, just over 150 feet right around there. So, uh, and yeah, I mean, it's a short swim out to, out, out to depths. However, I'm diving deeper than these depths. So that's right. why we have yeah, to go yeah, yeah. That's Oh, right. So, so we you, so you moved from here. Where, where'd you move to? Uh, to Oahu, which is just another island over. And uh, it's actually where I have been teaching. Uh, I started teaching in Oahu, Hawaii uh, 10 years ago. Uh, so I've kept my business there. And when we moved here uh, to Kona, it was actually difficult. Every two weeks, we would fly back to Oahu to teach another course. And then we fly back to Kona. Kona is a, it's a much bigger island, but there's a whole lot less people on here. So I don't know if uh, we, we, we wouldn't be able to survive uh, just teaching full time here in Kona. And then eventually I outdove the bay. So uh, I had to figure out something new. And, uh, you know, uh, we uh, worked on doing that with the rover. The rover kept me here another couple of years so that I can train here and access deep depths. Uh, but eventually we had to move to Oahu where uh, now we have endless depth. And uh, we do need a, a, a boat to go quite far out. We're mm -hmm. a couple miles uh, out to sea. Uh, but... You know, uh, it's a good place to train and uh, we can get endless depth. And that's where, uh, you know, my courses are. So what, what do you teach? What level do you teach all levels? Yeah, I teach all levels uh, for freediving instructors international, uh, level one through level three. And then I'm also an instructor trainer so I can train other freediving instructors or people to become freediving instructors. Wow. And so how often do you guys train? Uh, I, I should mean, say. I should say. Let me rephrase that. How often do you train compared to how much do you do it for fun? Ooh, I I would say like nowadays, uh, training is like 
all the time. Uh, like every now and then, like, you know, every once a month or something, we'll go out for like a fun dive and stuff like that with like our friends. And especially if like fishing. Yeah. Especially if like the conditions aren't like ideal for like deep diving and stuff like that, then yeah, yeah. Like sometimes we'll just go out and do like shallow fun dives on like the wrecks and, you know, check out, explore what's, you know, in the more shallow areas and mm -hmm. stuff. But, um, yeah, now that, uh, pretty much competition has taken over our lives, training is like all the time. <laughs> yeah. When's, when's your next competition? When do you have that coming up? Um, I think we sort of have to be, uh, pick our competitions and try and choose them wisely yeah. uh, because there's only a few competitions that we can do with our uh, teaching schedule and everything each year. Um, so last year was a difficult year for me. Um, I uh, had an injury on my ear, uh, it was sort of like a freak occurrence. Um, not sure even still how it happened, but I uh, perforated my eardrum. So it's uh, sort of, you know, I spent most of the competition season last year recovering from this uh, injury. So I think this year I just want to keep it a little bit more mellow. We, we're thinking about going into Colombia, uh, San Andreas. Yeah, so right now with like COVID and the whole pandemic going mm. on, like, um, you know, people are trying to plan for a competition, but like it's not being confirmed way ahead of time just because like you don't know what's going to happen. Like, if you know, half of the world gets shut down again and stuff like that. So we're sort of just going by ear, um, hoping this one competition happens in Colombia in the middle of June. I believe it's supposed to happen. Yeah. So hopefully that one happens. And uh uh, usually, uh, there's supposed to be like a world championships at the end of this year as well. So there's like talks of it happening in Greece, I think this year. So hopefully that one as well. <laughs> wow. So you get to, ch uh, all right. So it sounds pretty glamorous. You guys get to travel all over the world and go to the most beautiful places to do this. Is it yes. that glamorous? Uh, <laughs> it can be glamorous, but at the same time, you're not there for you know vacation vacation yeah you're, you're there, there to train yeah, and, and yeah compete compete so. so uh you know we don't usually i mean you know we go to these amazing places but we don't usually have enough time to go out and explore and stuff we're really focused on our training and because we're doing uh you know close to personal best dives almost uh daily uh during training uh, you know a lot of people end up getting sick like you know uh how you know, uh, you've heard that people get, everyone gets sick after a, the Olympics because they put all their time, all their effort, everything they got into the Olympics. Well, we sort of do this each month when we go to these competitions and you have to sort of adapt to these uh, new environments because, you know, different seas, different oceans, they have different feels uh, to them. You know, some can have some thermoclines, uh, which here in Hawaii, we have no thermoclines. So, uh, you know, this is where as you're diving deeper, the water can change temperature very drastic. It almost can be sort of like you feel like you get punched in the face by this cold water and so it can impact your dive so you got to sort of adapt to these new conditions and this can take a couple weeks to do or mm -hmm. something so so it's constant work it, it yeah. is but yeah. beaut beautiful work but constant yeah. work. yeah what's your do you have a favorite place you guys have a favorite country or area to dive in uh so far my favorite location that we've bought uh, that we've gone to is uh, the Philippines. So there's this island. Uh, the island is Bohol, right? 
Yeah. So Ping it's Lao, Ping Lao. no, but the island is called Bohol. Yeah. So um, in Bohol, there's a little town called Panglao, and um, that's sort of like the mecca of free diving in Southeast Asia, I would say, because like the conditions there are just incredible. Like yeah. it's it's like flat as a lake, like most of the time of the year, because they don't have any wind over there, um, usually. And um, yeah, it's just like super warm. The water is like. 30 degrees 29 degrees yeah. 30 and degrees drops Celsius. Off super deep right offshore around the whole island just like we have here on big island even deeper so uh it's a really cool place to train and they have like good food and stuff like yeah that. and because yeah it's in southeast asia so you have like yes. tons of asian food over there and like ten dollar massages so <laughs> <laughs> so so you would so do you go there for competitions or do you always go there for, for fun and training I mean, we only went there once so far. Um, that was in 2019, so that was right before the pandemic happened. And um, was yeah, it for a competition or was yeah, that it was just for, for it was for competition. So um, yeah, they like they're a very that um, area. They're very active with competitions. Usually, they have a competition competition there like um, once a month at least. So um, yeah, we went there for like one of their bigger competitions, which was uh, the Asia Freediving Cup, mm-hmm. and um, I yeah, think that's where we pretty much dove our best is during that competition. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's because it's so similar to where we train here in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have very many thermoclines. The temperature's about the same. Warmer. So, uh, it's warmer. So yeah, just good feelings in. Uh, in the Philippines, so, mm-hmm. so I like Turkey too. Yeah, Turkey's uh, pretty amazing as well. Yeah, yeah. so uh, the Mediterranean is just beautiful, and the food around there is really good. Yeah. See, <laughs> so it still sounds all exotic. Like it sounds yeah. like yeah. you're just traveling around the world, going to cool places. Yeah. yeah. But I, I understand that it can be work, but that's still yeah. it's still a pretty awesome job. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's amazing. For What's sure. a and we had we just. Uh, shot a, a, a film too and I asked you some of the same questions but uh, what's your favorite part Daniel Dan I'll ask you first what's your favorite part uh, about di- about free diving uh, my favorite part about free diving is um, you know you it's an extreme environment right so uh, seawater is 800 times more dense than air so uh, you're dealing with this very extreme environment and you have to find a way to be okay with it, uh, to accept it. Um, if you don't, it's going to fight you the whole way down. It's ge- your dive's going to be miserable. So uh, the more you accept it, the more you let go of uh, the tension that you may be holding or the thoughts running through your head and uh, you focus in that present moment, uh, that's where you're going to find the peace uh, that we're all searching for, I think, in, in life as far as medita- meditation goes and stuff. And that's where just time life everything around you it just stops and you're you're weightless in the water and you can just flow th- freely uh you you get into the zone I, I think a lot of people call it the flow state and uh when you're in this state of mind i i think in free diving it's uh magnified possibly mm. uh just because you're underneath the water um but yeah you just feel like another fish in the sea another whale in the sea and so, no, so do you feel it's do you feel it's like more the the challenge or the peace that you find doing it? If you had to pick one, 
Yeah, this has been difficult uh, for me. So I think this is why I didn't dive very well last year. Uh, last year, I focused more on competing, uh, where the years before that, I focused on myself more. And uh, sometimes we get wrapped up in the competition and you see other people diving so well and you think you should be diving so well because you train for it and you know you should be diving so well. Uh, but if you're thinking about what everyone else is doing and not focusing on yourself, you're going to be missing things along the way. So uh, I, yeah, you know, uh, the best times that I've, or the, the best I dive is when I'm focused you know, mainly on myself and forgetting about everything else around mm -hmm. me. So basically, like anything else, if you get in your head too much, it screws things up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, like with absolutely. anything, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you? What's your what's what's your favorite, uh, Kristen? Sorry, no one can see me. So, uh, what's your what's your favorite part? Um, I would say, I guess, like mm, just being in the water. Like, uh, you know, it's just. It's, I don't know, there's like no other words to describe it than it. It's, it's just nice. Yeah. Like it's, there's, you know. So peace. You, yeah. So for it, you, it's, it, it, but again, is it more the challenge of trying to, you know, uh, best your personal best or is it like more the peace you find when you're under? Yeah. You know, I think uh, when I first started competing, it, I always was more into trying, like i was more into the challenge of it and like, you know, really like competing, um, you know, just for that reason. But, um, uh, I think nowadays I really try to find more of that inner silence, that inner peace. And, um, I like, I really, I'm actually like, uh, in this part of my training now where like I try to shift my mindset more towards, um, uh, rather than like achieving a certain depth or a certain number or a certain amount of time in my dive, I try to find, you know, the most comfort at, at depth or the most, um, you know, the most positive feelings and um, like nice sensations in my dive rather than just pushing, pushing, pushing for the depth and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I was watching you both today. I, I spent some time just I was basically paddling around them while they were doing all this cool stuff. And it just looked really peaceful with you guys under there. And and uh, we really appreciate you inviting us down here and do oh, it and, and letting us film you and letting us talk to you and your for your time it was great to meet you both and yeah. I, I really appreciate it yeah it's been a pleasure we've had a good time you know uh you know there's no better excuse to come over to another <laughs> island and just go yeah. diving for the day so. yeah <laughs> awesome well yeah. hey thank you guys really appreciate it thank you Absolutely. thank you have a great one so, thank okay. you all right, everybody, thanks for joining us on another episode of Beneath the Surface.